When it comes to women and worldviews, a particularly interesting cultural and religious holiday shows the influence of the feminine, Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead. Begin with the indigenous origins from the Aztec festival for Mitzquetzalcoatl, the Lady of the Dead, the goddess of the underworld, and mix that with Catholic conquistadors who brought All Saints and All Souls Day to Mexico. And the result is a vibrant and imaginative holiday to remember family and friends who have died. Death is a part of life. This holiday reminds us to honor that. Altars are set up to celebrate those who have died. Sugar skulls, marigolds, the deceased's favorite foods and items are set there. Offerings, or ofrendas, are gifts upon the altar. When people of Mexican ancestry, or even those from Guatemala, Brazil, and Spain, living in the United States, celebrate Dia de los Muertos, how do they adapt this traditional holiday in their environments? Take college students, for instance. How can they adapt these traditions while away at college? I work on a small campus in the Shenandoah Valley as a professor and as a chaplain, and there's a group of students on campus, Latinas Unidas, who have done their own adapting. They erected a large altar on campus in a central location, inviting students to bring their pictures and their own ofrendas for the Day of the Dead. The students asked me to bless their altar at their celebration, so I thought I would share that in this episode. And then afterwards, I ask the student leaders who put the event together to share what it means to them. I invoke the Holy, El Gran Espiritu, with a sense of awe for the capabilities of the sacred to pierce through our mundane. So, gracious spirit, we know you with so many names and in so many ways. And we know you stir us. We see the thin places all around us, those times and places when the distance between heaven and earth grows ever closer, when we're able to catch a glimpse of the transcendent. So bless this altar and make it a thin place. Let it lift the veil between our world and the next. Help us readily mingle with our muertos through our memories and our energies that we bring to this place. As we walk to the edge of life together at the base of this altar, remind us that something unspoken remains among us. Keep our bonds of love we have with one another and with our loved ones tighter than the threads of time. And in all things, may we ever see you, our holy light and our holy guide, in life as it is in death. Amen. So what's the significance of this holiday for you? For me, being Mexican, this holiday is very special because it's the one time of year where uh, during this holiday, during the three days of this holiday, our ancestors get to come back and the ones that have left get to spend one more time with us. So it's um, just another way to get closure when you know, you've know you lost someone or someone in your family has passed away. So on a personal note, 
I have recently lost my aunt who she was she was someone with breast cancer and so when we do this altar at home we usually put our picture up there and um, recently with the earthquake that happened in Mexico uh, one of my schoolmates he passed away as well so this year I'll be placing his photo on the altar. Why did you decide to, cre to create this here on a college campus? What inspired you to do that? So this is the sixth year that the altar has been at Mary Baldwin's campus. And since its inception, I think it's been a great way to not just allow the Latino students on campus to get closure of their family members that have passed away, but it's a way to invite the surrounding community members and other students on campus as well to come and place small trinkets or photos of their loved ones who they miss um, on the altar as well. Do you practice this holiday as a child? Uh, when I lived in Mexico. So. You, you did this when mm -hmm. you were in Mexico. What do you remember about doing it in Mexico? Um, so living in Mexico, it's very the holiday is very different. The there's a huge, huge parade. So everything gets shut down. So if it's if the holiday falls during the week, you don't have to go to school or anything. It's a national holiday, so you don't have to go to school. And um, there's a huge parade, and there's um, colorful paper, and people wear costumes and traditional clothing, and they dress up with skeleton makeup. And um, after the parade, we all kind of just travel down to the local cemeteries and um, decorate the graves and the tombstones of our loved ones. What is the significance of this holiday for you as a college student, primarily? This holiday allows me to finally honor the people that I've lost and I've been losing a lot of significant people lately so this is just perfect for me to finally take a day out and say I love you one more time or finally say my goodbyes and honoring them in a special way that I know that they would appreciate. I think it's it allows all of my emotions to just come at it once especially when I'm around other women that are feeling the same way that I am but I think everyone of all genders and backgrounds can really benefit from this holiday and just have a moment to finally let their emotions come out and say their final goodbyes to their loved ones. My goal for tonight is to have everyone be able to feel at peace and feel like they didn't forget to say goodbye or feel like they finally have a chance to say I'm sorry or whatever it is that they have on their chest for a loved one or even just honor those that we hear about in the news that might have died on from the um, natural disasters or from other events such as mass shootings. What, what adaptations are you making for this holiday on a college campus? Um, well, we're making it to where it's open to everyone. And even though we're Latinas Unidas, you know, we're offering it to everyone to come, anybody to come. We made a flyer. We said, hey, you guys can come out, you know, and honor your loved ones who have passed away. So, you know, a lot of people, they don't have their culture here, you know, especially in the small town. So we have it here to say, hey, you know, we remember you and it's here for you to come and celebrate the people who have passed, basically. What other kind of significance do you get from this besides, you know, honoring loved ones? Um, I think it also is a way to 
um, influence people and to um, educate people. I think this is a great opportunity to educate people because, you know, a lot of people don't learn too much about other cultures, aren't too, you know, enthusiastic, but, you know, we make a statement with this to show people, hey, you know, come find out more about this event and find out more about this holiday and what it means to these people, and then, you know, you'll be more known about it. How many years have you been practicing Dia de los Muertos? I'm pretty sure this is the sixth year that the altar has been put up. Um, but, you know, every time we do it, it's um, it's great to set up. You know, the decorations are so beautiful. We always have a lot of people come out and help us. And then more people always come out and put more things on the altar as well. What personal religious significance do you get from this? I think what it is for me is, besides just honoring those who have, you know, left me, I think it's a way of, you know, I guess realizing that, you know, Everyone, you know, everybody, you know, leaves the earth at some point. And, you know, even though a lot of us don't think about it, it's the fact that, hey, people people die, but you're honored, you know, especially if you made it such a huge impact on people's lives, you know. And, you know, a lot of people who come here, you know, they always remember the people who have made a great impact on their lives. And, you know, I really appreciate that. Tell me what inspired you to put together this event? Well, um, being a part of LU, we want to make sure that all Latina cultures and backgrounds are represented. So this being one of the biggest holidays for the Mexican culture, we decided that it's really important that we do the ofrenda every single year. And there's obviously cultural significance behind this, but what do you personally gain from it from a religious point of view? I feel like it's a way to, I feel like it's a ritualistic way to kind of represent yourself and your religion. Me personally, I'm not, it's not what I do, but I feel like it's good to support your sisters and other people who have who may not have religious freedoms, and so I feel like this is a good way to help with that, at school anyways. And what do you see as some, some indigenous items peeking out for you here? For me, it would be definitely the sugar skulls that are placed on the altar, and Virgin Mary, of course, which came into play when Europeans came. I think mostly the skeletons are a big part of it. Why are you here tonight? Uh, I'm here to support my friend who's reading a poem of hers. She's performing it in Spanish and English. I know that she's worried about the Spanish portion because she's not a fluent Spanish speaker. Um, so yeah, I'm just here to support her and I'm also really excited to like see a little bit more about another culture that I'm not a part of. So I'm, I'm really excited for that. Okay, and what like things visually intrigue you about that, about the altar? I think, I think in general it's just like the colors on it are really beautiful. And I've always kind of wanted to know more about like the significance of the different colors in it. The ancient pagan Celts used the term thin places to describe spaces where the distance between our world and the next are shorter, when the dead can walk among us. And the altar on campus reminds me of such a thin place, or at least the ones that we create for ourselves. And I reflected that in my blessing at the event. 
And I love to hear the students give their take on why this celebration is so important to them. See, we humans are mesmerized by the mystery of being human, of living life and dying death. Even further, we see during the fall season that nature is dying off and getting ready to become dormant. And we humans express our connection to that cycle of nature, to that cycle of life and death. When I think about this time of year and pagans celebrating Samhain, children celebrating Halloween, the church celebrating All Souls Day, and the students celebrating Dia de los Muertos, a multiplicity of worldviews remind me that we live in a diverse world. The worldviews expressed herein are their own. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Women and Worldviews.